This is Gino Andrews with Laughing Out Loud. The first short film I ever wrote and directed was called Jillian's Vantage. It cost me roughly $1,500 and I shot it over a weekend. One of the first film festivals I won was the DeMaw Film Festival up in Seattle, and the first place check was for $7,500. Winning was cool enough, but one of the panelists who voted for my film was a producer named Steven Simon. He was a producer of one of my favorite films of all time. It was a movie that starred Christopher Reeve and Jane Seymour. It was a romantic time travel period piece called Somewhere in Time. Steven has not only become a good friend, he's also one of my biggest fans. He told me the thing that really struck a chord with him about my film was its authenticity. But the strange thing about making movies that I find terribly ironic is sometimes you need to cast away from the obviously authentic to make something that plays even more authentic. Julian's Vantage is about a recluse named John Wheeler who gets set up on a blind date with a blind woman. One of the actresses who read for the role of Julian was actually blind. Her story is incredible. She was Sybil Shepherd's assistant and had full sight until she hit her 30s and contracted a disease that normally affects the legs of an individual. In her case, a very rare case, it affected her retina and the surrounding muscles, and in less than six months, she lost 100% of her vision. But she was the real deal, beautiful, talented, and blind. Now, she was a shoe-in for the part until my dear friend Christy Pato, who at the time was Christy Almo, who is now... Christy Funk came in and read for the part as well, and they both nailed it. The only problem was that the blind girl was so good at not looking blind, she didn't sell the authenticity of being blind as well as Christy did, at least not for the screen. As a matter of fact, when I played both of their screen tests for my co-producers, after telling them that one of these two girls is actually blind, everyone unanimously thought it was Christy. As realistic as movies can be, they're still make-believe. And that's the goal, to make the audience believe that what they're watching is believable, even when they know that what they're watching is not. I remember the first time I saw the movie Mask. I marveled at Laura Dern's performance and thought to myself, where did they find a blind girl that could deliver such a commanding performance? And the first time I saw Forrest Gump, I'd never seen Gary Sinise in a film before, and not knowing what was capable with blue screen technology, I thought he was a legless man, and somehow they faked the scenes where he did have legs. Roman Polanski said, cinema should make you forget you're sitting in a theater. But more than just a momentary lapse of knowing where you are, in my opinion, films have a way of connecting the souls of people more than any other artistic medium. I can say I love Van Gogh, or I love the Beatles, or I love J.D. Salinger, and I'm sure there are millions of people out there who will smile in agreement. But if I say my favorite movie is Harold and Maude, for some reason the connection to someone through the love of a movie seems to be the basis for a deeper connection than any of these other mediums. Again, the irony being that as humans, we find such deep, authentic connection through movies that are in and of themselves purely make-believe, which reminds me of a joke. This woman, who recently just had $15,000 worth of a facelift, wakes up on her 50th birthday and looks at herself in the mirror and marvels at how attractive she still is. That morning, she goes out and stops at a newsstand and orders a paper. She says to the clerk, I hope you don't mind my asking, but how old do you think I am? He says, 32. She says, I am 50 years old today, but thank you. Well, a little later, she goes into McDonald's, and when she gets to the front of the line, she asks the guy behind the cash register, how old do you think I am? 
The guy says, I don't know, 34? She says, I am 50 years old today. The guy says, wow, you look great. Well, after that, she pops into a drugstore to buy some mints and asks the clerk the same question. He says, um, maybe 30? She says, nope, I am 50 years old. And she walks out feeling quite proud. Well, she sits down next to this old man at the bus stop. And while they're waiting, she turns to him and she says, I'll bet you can't guess how old I am. The man says, madam... I am 78 years old, and though my eyesight is failing, when I was young, there was a surefire way to tell how old a woman was. Now, it may sound forward, but to do this, it would require me putting my hands under your bra. Well, the woman denies him, but after a few minutes, the curiosity gnaws at her, and she says, Okay, go ahead. Well, he slips his hands under her blouse and begins gently squeezing her breasts, and he bounces and weighs each one carefully, and this goes on for a couple of minutes, and after a few pinches of her nipple, she says, okay, okay, how old am I? He says, madam, you are exactly 50 years old. She can't believe it. She says, that's amazing. I mean, how can you tell? And he says, and you won't be mad. She says, no. He says, I was standing in line behind you at McDonald's. That's my joke for this week. I'm Gino Andrews with Laughing Out Loud.